Hi everyone, I haven't done one of these in a while and I just, I, you guys know I love my metaphors and I have the perfect one that I've been thinking about now that I look in the mirror and I don't even recognize myself. That's obviously a complete exaggeration, but I'm going to give you what I like to give you, ridiculous law school updates because I haven't done one in a while and what better time to do it than during finals time when my friends and I are texting each other saying, wow, I am so lonely. It sucks to not go out on Cinco de Mayo. You know, all things like that. One friend saying, yeah, I was so tired. I went and studied at 8.30 a.m. at the law school. I'm just like, what? You left your house? I have I had a, a period this week where I just didn't need to leave my house for 48 hours. It feels weird when you don't even step out for some sunshine, but I just don't think to. Like, I'm so in the zone. So just something that I wanted to show for the theme of this is I just... I thought that I had lost 17 pounds my first year, my 1L year is what it's called, just in case you're not one of the people enrolled, <laughs> like nobody's going to know the lingo unless you go, so it's for, I'll just say quickly, your first year, 1L year, second year, 2L year, so I'm a 2L, so my 1L year, I literally lost, I did the subtraction, like last week, I lost 17 pounds, and I thought that was just because of Adderall, but I look in the mirror now, like, and I'm not on any stimulants, uh, and I, I just look different, and what I mean by that is, it's like, I really, after my death and resurrection, that sounds dramatic. Listen to any of my last episodes that talks about my death. I'm, I'm not going to repeat it again. I just recorded about it yesterday. But after my death, I really started to take it easy in terms of the studying. I really was ruining my life by like not sleeping, not eating, not socializing that often, and just idolizing a perfect job and getting all A's and having a salary I like, like that was a complete death wish. So see, I, I say that as a, like a figurative language, but it actually did lead to that, which is so sad. So I've been taking it more easy, but guess what? Not during finals. So I just noticed, like you guys know, I love food. I realized that whenever I am in my study zone, when I do like put my mind to studying, I have no appetite. And I, if you relate to this, like I feel like the people who listen to this show have probably been through a lot. So just basically what I'm saying is if you're someone who's dealt with panic attacks, underlying anxiety, anything like that it's usually because you had like adverse experiences when you were younger so you had to like be hyper vigilant to protect yourself and just for me i know that my fight or flight is fucked so then i think that when you have so people say it's one person who didn't not saying they don't know much but i just think the people that are in it know better one person like it's true but it's separate so one person just said like oh yeah when you have adrenaline you're not going to be uh, hungry but I don't have the adrenaline for the full 10 hours that I'm studying you know so I think it's just a like your mind is going through a lot it's a complete distraction from your life 
and for some reason it gives you no appetite and then also i i figured it's also because so typically when i'm living my life like i just remembered when i finished the lsat when i was done studying oh my gosh i went off adderall and every day i just i had a little more coffee you know to make sure that i like wasn't a complete zombie after a complete cutoff of stimulants i went on runs every day i played guitar every day it was so nice to live my life again and like when i'm in these study zones is studying like seven eight ten hours a day i don't have my typical workout routine and i'm thinking i want to do that again so i was able to this time like i had another 48 hour in my house day because i actually luckily do have a like an indoor little mini gym that i have so i usually now that i went off adderall i like to do cardio also because it's good for stiff muscles i realized that's why i didn't really have as many issues in high school because i ran cross country every day so it's like you are so loose from that that it's like you have the amazing neurotransmitters that completely block all pain and then just also like when you're healthy and moving then you aren't completely stiff and rigid like you might be from studying and stress so like i was saying yeah no appetite and the time just like flies by like my friend said to me i like the i studied for a chunk four hours yesterday and i don't even know what i did like for some reason it's like a black hole and i just wanted to tell you guys something so i i just wanted to tell you guys that you know me i'm pretty good at being myself and not no i am able to get others to influence me because whenever they make a good point then i'll totally do the new idea or perspective but i usually like i don't hmm i'm about to say something that doesn't seem true like i even if i judge myself i'll still do me you know that's why i'll read the ridiculous texts to you guys that i send people that are so socially inappropriate because you guys know I put on like a clingy persona because I'm just naturally so nonchalant that nobody knew I cared about them unless I had to completely change my diction and energy level and rate of texting and amount of texts and calls I give. So uh, you guys should have to figure out people's love language and if you just accommodate it, you might seem like a weirdo, but that's just what I do. So my friend and I were talking about, so I have it was we were at like Viron Ronda, which is a restaurant I love in my hometown. Like, just a side note, I'll just shout it out to Viron Rondo because it like it just describes how extra my town is. So just consider twenty twenty when nobody was allowed outside our saving grace, which no other people in any country did. They just actually chilled at home. Like our saving grace was just taking ridiculous walks. Well, the next level up that, you know, they let us do at the time, you could go to restaurants. Well, it's like every day, every seat was filled. And it's like a, a really nice Italian restaurant. It's more Americanized, but you know, it's Italian based food, moots, frigat, all of that stuff. 
I love to say like the actual I always try to you know try to go like I I cringe if I hear ricotta you know so I always try to honor my Italian let's see you know you hold them your like aunt basically because they like raised you like your mom's best friends like and my friend that I'm about to talk about that is I shouldn't blame them for my ass my peach issues but it is what influenced it and I was talking to my stepdad yesterday and he said Tina you really gotta do just what works for you and I'll just go into it it's all about this is about like body image and weight loss so my friend one of them we can call her I always repeat names so we'll do Rose Rose said that she recently got a personal trainer and then you guys know me I so I used to just like my fitness journey I did like tennis field hockey uh what else I'm blanking oh cross country shit like that just high school and then when I got to college, I just did kind of ton of cardio. And then once I got like pain from law school, I then added like weights to my regimen. So I like, I really like fitness. I enjoy it. And so the other friend, so it's like anyone who likes fitness, like the biggest part of your workout is protein powder. Like that's what's going to make you strong. That's what's going to make your body look good. Like, so back when I did my extreme accidental weight loss my 1L year that I think I've caused again like during finals and just like end of the year overwhelming things or yeah end of the year uh I realized I would look in the mirror last year and I was like here I'm gonna do TMI because who cares I was a double D and I was probably like a D cup so it's like my tits got smaller and then my ass like I think that people probably couldn't tell actually they could tell I was thinner but I think you might be the only person that hyper fixate on your every other body part you know people can see an overall shift and then I just saw like the particulars and so this time Oh, and so even when I was like more skinny than I wanted to be, I just asked Jim Bros, like I always say, please, I beg of you, swipe up on the story. How do I gain weight in the right places? And everyone said protein powder. And since I had a, having a physical therapist is basically like having a trainer, like a physical trainer, because he taught me like what weights to do and what moves to do. And the reason I know anything about the gym is because of what he's taught me. So shout out to him. Uh, I won't, I won't say his name. <laughs> I've only said one name before on this. And you'll, if you read my descriptions, you know which name it was. But so I his workout he made for me was twice a day so I would have two protein shakes a day and I've just done that like every day ever since last year and I just told that to my friend like yeah I have it twice a day and she said it's like she made a big deal about it and I guess it just maybe like annoyed me because she's not even someone who's ever like done the same thing as us like you know we're the gym rats but don't worry, I don't hold this against her. It's just part of the story and why I was easily influenced. She was just like drinking protein powder twice a day. I've never heard that. And she just kept repeating like I never heard that. And now that I switched to one a day, it literally already affected my ass. 
So obviously I put no blame on my friend for my like one inch diameter change of my ass or if it's, is it circumference? I don't know which part, but there was some shrinkage, but I don't put the blame on her because I had been feeling. So this was when I was back in Connecticut. So it was, I forget when I was there, maybe like a month ago. So it was just back then and I had been feeling fatigue at the time so just after she said that after she made me feel like an alien for my protein intake because I have just well just I get hypoglycemic that means that if you don't eat every three hours you'll faint and that's what happened when I went to the Mona Lisa I almost didn't get to see her because I was like splat on the ground didn't bring any granola bars with me oops so I've had so many like fainting stories, like including at work. Oh, what a nightmare. But I learned to bring my orange juice with me and that seemed to help. So anyway, it's like something that's good for hypoglycemic people is to ingest more protein, especially protein shakes, because it's only like 150 calories. That's like bodybuilders secret. So like have that for breakfast. And so anybody who's like an expert in their field, I just copy. So then it's like the other day I had a protein smoothie for breakfast, you know, I'm just going to copy them to a tea and I'm going to go back to it. But I was just reading about how much protein a woman should have. And I just read that if you have too much protein, that actually can call, cause fatigue, etc. So I just did decrease to one just in case and it's like 25 milligrams of protein so I just did that just in case I was having too much protein I just wanted to see if it was the cause of my issues but now that I look in the mirror and it looks like my alias or my alter ego or something just kidding I'm still me always just check out my insta I'm still me even though I told you guys on like two episodes I'm a reverse catfish but that's just because I like I just like dress up in real life. I don't wear my pajamas like I do in like every episode that I put on here. That's a video episode. It's because it's like I for the day I I am me and then I go home and then I'm in my comfy clothes. So yeah. So yeah, ever since I was like maybe in college i've just really bonded with my stepdad i love telling him stories like this because he just thinks so i feel like all dads think so straightforwardly like us kids so i'll just explain see look at me calling myself a kid when i'm 24 but the way society has become like people pushing back pushing back marriage and kids further and further but basically i think marriage particularly will push back like I'm just going to do a side note, okay, because it's important. So I just, I texted a few of my friends and said, do you feel like an adult yet? And everyone doesn't. And I said, and they asked me and I said, I think I'll feel like an adult once I'm a wife and a mom. And it's like, my mom got married when she was 20. It was so funny. I turned 20 and my mom said, wow, at your age, I was married. And that's just like insane. So like I was saying, that's why I called myself a kid compared to my stepdad. So I just have always told him like about the things that go on my life, my random dramas. Like I love to be so like just saying to them the most ridiculous things that happen to me because I know it will entertain like people that are so just 
normal in comparison to like someone who's you know lived in the city of the biggest freaks I could imagine and just like getting myself into crazy situations even in the suburbs but I just told him like yeah Michael I oh that's my stepdad's name oh well <laughs> I don't think he'd mind I only have one stepdad so anyone that knows us would know who it is but he just said like you don't need to change for the others like why would you do that and I just I told him the whole protein uh, issue but he's always made such good points throughout the years I'm gonna tell you guys a random anecdote shit this is supposed to be the law school update but it is the law school update because I can connect it back because since we don't really see our friends right now everyone is like at home like for me it's the commute time that gives me anxiety because back when I did like exercise back when I did like leave my house during the school year I did not get to study as much as I wanted to because it's just like tiring so during these really difficult times of isolation video chat is like my saving grace so that's why this is like a big deal to me because it was like the highlight of my day talking to him but I wanted to do a side drama like I'll never forget what he said to me so basically I had this prom date while someone else had said hey I wanted that to be my prom date and just like a bunch of people were bullying me like saying how dare you this person want and then they were just having like they created a whole monologue of why someone else should go with my date and then my of course, like I always do, I told my stepdad about it. He just goes, you snooze, you lose. And, you know, he just has always said like such objective things that are like not as attached to emotion that cheer me up. Like I'll tell you guys something else. You know, I'm prone to stalkers. So one of the ones he told me about, he's like, uh, this person you were like you were in a dating relationship with, they can't just call you up on the phone like normal. And I said, trust me, Michael, I know if like I would wish that if I could I would pick that if I could yeah so just in case you guys want to know just like a fun fact I was 147 in terms of pounds and then I went to 130 like rapidly and then I like let myself gain more weight because I do enjoy like a more full figure so I I just like I guess fluctuated a little bit more to an increase and I haven't weighed myself and I really don't want to I just know I'm gonna I'm going back to the two times a day drinking my favorite drink you know it literally just tastes like a chocolate milkshake I'm trying to think of the powder if you I do not want to send you guys to this because it has become one of my most popular episodes and it's just so humiliating and embarrassing but it's called a workout with me it was my first video episode I ever recorded and it's like since I've archived so many of my most iconic popular episodes I might as well just leave that one up because it's not offensive it's just embarrassing <laughs> So, of course, I didn't even say the punchline yet. So, I talk about Ozempic with my friends all the time. You know, people always want to lose weight. And I said, you know what? Like, I always say this joke. And this is literally why I surrounded, like, the theme of this episode. I said, yeah, you could either pay Ozempic because that's pretty expensive too. Or you could just pay my tuition. And I looked it up this morning. It's even higher than I thought. Like, if you just pay 82000 482 a year you could also lose like 
10, 15, 17 pounds. And obviously that's such a joke. Like there's much more efficient ways to lose weight than to, uh, so if anybody listening to this hasn't gone to law school, I want to say like really positive things after this because I could almost shed a tear. Oh my gosh. I almost had a voice crack there about what I'm about to tell you guys right after this, but like, I hope I'm not making it sound like so, so like unappealing because it is appealing. It's like, I know this is what I was meant to do. And if you are meant to do it too, you will get like, like think about people who are meant to do the things they're meant to do like taylor swift having like three to five hour concerts every single night for her eras tour i was talking to my friend just saying how could someone do that even soccer players touring around the world it must be exhausting and then you know you always answer your own questions i just said you know because i'm religious i said we actually it makes sense because the things we were ordained to do we got the supernatural ability the motivation, the energy to do it. And so if you were meant to help people, and for me, I just always have said I'm excited to be able to help people, you know? So like, even though it seems like really emotionally hard, the loneliness is unfortunate, things like that. There's just like a lot of alone time to studying. If you're meant to do something, if it's in your heart, you're going to have the strength to be able to do it. So you guys are the perfect audience for me to tell you something that I think probably seven times a month because it really touches me. And it's one of those things I say is perfect for you guys to hear because I feel like my audience understands me, understands when I say profound things because this is another one of my iconic moments where I say something, look around, see if anybody, if it like rings a bell for anybody, it's just crickets. This is another one of those things, but I think it's worth it to spread the word even if nobody gets it. I'm going to say this till the day I die. So people will say, and I hope I haven't mentioned this yet, but like I said, I'm going to keep saying it because people really don't understand. So people could say like, how could, and when I partied with med students, I really connected the dots like a few months later. I was talking to a computer science person because I just, I think there's certain fields that people do it for the money. Engineering, business, because you don't need to go to extended school for it, you know. You can like get, I know some people, you could just say like some people start out with 70k you know, I'm spending 80k. So it's like the comparison, but like, it's my passion. So people say, how could you people work for free? Because they do the biggest, biggest hurdles to make sure that you don't get paid like law schools, at least mine. And I know that people have caused a huge uproar other law schools, you could have something called an externship. And it's not an internship, because it (laughs) It's really ridiculous because it's just like the things that they'll do, like let us do. But after your first year of law school, they let you do, like you get clients and cases and the things that they had me do. I just couldn't believe it. You know, it was touching. But it's like when you're an intern, it's more of an intro and like you really aren't trusted with things. But once you're an associate in the summer, 
a summer associate or an extern. So that just means that you have a legal job while in law school so you can get credit for it. Well, they'll, you know, like I was saying, they'll ask for your advice. And just in case you're wondering, I'll just be really honest about it. So I worked at a really small law firm. And so in terms of I think it's called billable hours. I was never the one to do this, so I'll learn about it later when I'm in big law. Apparently, that's like a huge part of the culture and inside joke. But the partner I worked for, his wage was, or his rate was $400 an hour, and he charged clients $200 an hour for when I was giving them advice. I was just like, wow. I like whenever people ask me for advice and blatantly ignore them, I just, <laughs> in, in my head, I'm like, all right, you're welcome for a free $200. Because like, even with him helping me, I've needed help with things. And I'm just like, wow, I saved $800 just now. And this will actually change my life, this free advice I got. And so I wanted to say that, so when I had partied with doctors, med students, I mean, I noticed something and I'm going to go on my end first. And I just said, it's like lawyers, I'll, I'll just be blunt about all the figures, okay? A lot of people brag to me about their salary and it's not that it's not good, but, and it's like, it'll be a full range based on what you're interested in. Like there was a fellowship I was interested in. It was like cyber law, tech law, so like video games, like PlayStation. And it promised you like 115K after graduation and my dad was like is that a little poor for a lawyer and I'm just like oh my gosh you don't need to be like so pretentious but the one I want to do which someone else also said was too poor is like it promises you 215k and it's like these high paying jobs to get them I feel like you there's there's a little probation period and that's literally what my boss called it like you have time where you're trained before you get paid but this is different because to me it's like the people in I literally let myself cry like a youtuber saying thank you for a million subscribers but I'll let myself be emotional it's like I feel like the people around me actually really love it because if you're gonna do such hard things for free it's like you know some of these clients you have it's like the advice you give them there's like hundreds of million dollars on the line so it's like a lot of pressure and it's like being willing to do that for free I feel like they do that to us to make sure that it's like when you are like a professional you know there's a lot of like ethical issues that you run into so it has to be people that really cares about people and so if they for so many years make us work so much like one of the most prestigious things you could do is a clerkship with a judge and that's never paid because that is considered like a huge honor because it's pretty what's it called competitive so that's just like an example and people do a clerkship after graduation at that point i think it might be paid but it might even not be so anyway because uh, you know you're working for the honorable judge mason i'll just say you know it's called the honorable judge so it's like a really uh, respected position so it's like people will do that so like basically you could work for four years and it 
would be all unpaid jobs. You know, like I had an unpaid internship in England when I was a junior in high school. The British people were like, wow, we feel bad for you guys that you don't get paid. It's like, you guys are the ones not paying us, but okay. Like it was because of our program. But so it's like you spend so many years just learning and seeing if you like it. And I think that when you have to do like such hard things and get no money from it, it's going to filter out the people that don't actually love it and care. And so to tie this into the med students, oh my gosh, I'm literally such an emotional person. So to tie it to the med students, it was funny because so one of my friends, Lauren, that I named her, she was just uh, going out with someone at the time that was like, with that's a med student and so all his friends were med students so it was interesting this was my first exposure to that sector of people a lot of the time i'll have like an individual friends that are in certain fields i haven't ever hung out with like a clusterfuck of anything and so i just noticed the difference like we were so similar but so different so you guys might know an issue about law school it's like the amount of mental illness is 96% compared to like med school and all that it's like much higher just because of so many factors and I hope that nothing about this scares you I really hope it doesn't I hope that I can make it sound better even though I'm saying like shocking things but the med students so I noticed like by midnight one guy was like aggressively drinking water he's like i need to hydrate and i'm just like okay nobody asked in my head obviously you gotta be nice to people so it's like he was just furiously drinking water he's like yeah gotta wake up at blank a.m tomorrow and save lives and you know it's like they don't get paid for that either and pe and like he was complaining about it and i actually uh so i don't know how much i want to expose myself so we'll just say like there was a job where there was the possibility to get paid and I obviously that's what I'm going to shoot for but the times I was working for free I had so much fun like quitting like before things took a turn but the thought of quitting I was like I know this is what I need to do but I'm going to miss the corporate drama you know because you're hearing all the things that are going on and a lot of like mergers and acquisitions which is when a company buys another company uh let's see what else fiduciary duties like when the shareholders the owners of the company are trying to like get out of it wondering if they should buy the others out or just make a whole new company that could take a really long time so i didn't get to see the end of those cases and so just like i've been saying it is just i just had so much fun doing that even when i wasn't getting paid at that time and so i just i think that the law is like such <laughs> everything i say is gonna make me cry because i guess it's just like the th there's the really valuable things in life it's gonna come like with a cost like i have a therapist and i guess i was just like stressed at the time and she's the first therapist that gives me like tough love like she says how it is she doesn't give me a tissue to wipe the tears she says you're like i'll tell you what she said she just said like we knew this wasn't going to be a walk through a meadow, you know, like I chose a more challenging thing. But like I was saying, like when that's what you want to do, you'll be able to do it even if 
it seems impossible because I just told my friend like I'm so tired how did I just like do this it's like if we feel like zombies how are we doing this like I actually don't understand so you should be proud of me because yesterday I took like <laughs> I like how saying I took a day off and I just studied for the entire half of the day instead of the full day so I felt like I was treating myself but I just I made such a rigorous schedule for myself so I really just make those so that I can just like de-stress whenever people say that they're behind on what they want to do I just say like I feel like that's a that's just a complete thing that always happens like you can't always get everything done it's really just for the peace of mind so what I meant to say before I cried a river of emotion like bittersweet happy and probably just the just the emotional roller coaster of uh, I guess really going head first into your passion I want to say like the comparison between partying with law students oh my I, I can't even say the word without laughing because it's nothing I've ever seen in my whole life just like comparing law students with med students it's like those people are obviously so concerned about their health that they aren't gonna like black out every night they're for some reason those people like really cared about like i'll just say it how it is like they were cheap like one of the people that he didn't even let himself eat the nachos and it's like hey we don't get paid either but we still live our lives like oh i know the word stingy i've never understood stingy people because i'll just be honest nobody going to law school or med school is like particularly poor even if you do like student loans you know it's like there's still things you need to invest in so it would be very difficult for a person who couldn't afford nachos to be in med school okay that sounds really bad and i have always tried to not be this kind of person that was this blunt uh publicly definitely to my close circles but i guess someone needs to say it you know i never understood like really really cheap people but that isn't even what i was gonna say like so you see there's these people vigorously drinking water and then i, I was playing beer pong in the pregame with someone who was just like a like he matched me because he was a paralegal i was a first year and i was like who's more fun to party with lawyers or doctors and we're like lawyers because we let loose but i think what i'm about to read to you might be a concerning reason to let loose and when i read these statistics to people they think it's so depressing but it makes me so happy because it makes me feel strong and so maybe it'll make you feel strong too if you were in law school or if you just want to understand your loved ones who might be in it so what i'd always thought growing up was that med students had really bad mental like i just knew the rates of suicide were high for med students well something that doesn't shock me anymore but still is shocking is i i just like looked up the mental health rates so i'll just read this to you technologytoday.org including you know other peer-reviewed sources of course you guys know i only say things if i have multiple sources so 
Research indicates that 96% of law students experience significant stress compared to 70% of medical students and 43% of graduate students. In addition, research shows that law students tend to be the most dissatisfied, depressed, and demoralized among any grad student population. And just like I said, it just makes me feel strong because it's like, that might be true, but it feels very high functioning and that doesn't seem healthy either. But you know, I just look at my friends and it's like, we still, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry this whole episode. Luckily, no tears have come out. I just like keep choking up. It's like, I, they still seem happy. It's like, I still like feel fulfilled and happy. It's just like, there's going to be parts that are challenging and just doing things that others wouldn't really understand as much just the way that anything you choose other people aren't really going to get it but just like with law school it's like I just told my family it really is a marathon not a sprint so they ask me certain questions I just say like my whole life plan I've strategized it which years I have to work really hard which seasons uh, I'm going to take more of a break because I can't nobody should like a 24-hour study their whole life it's not worth your life you shouldn't work too much you need to do you know your seasons of moderation and rest so it's just really intense but I can't imagine like a more valuable experience because just something you might have heard me say or might just ring a bell or something Whenever you do something like this, you know, people say, how's law school? They they say that even when you're in high school, how's high school? But when I am asked that, the answer I give is just character shaping because that's just the biggest part of it. Uh, I'll just say something that I will never forget that will just be a continuation of the series if you've been following the journey, if you've listened to any of the past ones, but it's hysterical to me. So it's just everyone comes in, you know, it's like some of them, not even some of them, it's like you had to take the LSAT, you had to have good grades, so it's like, you know, the smartest people that were in your grades, so they're so cocky, they're used to getting all A's, so in law school, only a certain amount of people can get A's, at least in your first year classes, so say someone gets a 95 and you get a 94, and if there were already too many A's, you might get an A minus, so it's like even if you're so close you still might not hit where you want to hit even if you were literally so close so just how everyone looked before finals i can't help but laugh it's just like you know people are in their business formal leather shoes patent leather button up for me i wear the blazer the dress and then after finals everyone is still in their typical like professional outfits but the the faces like everyone like demoralized is the perfect word everyone just looks like they've seen a ghost like they've seen like like they were a prisoner of war like i've never seen it's as you know when you look at something and it's slightly different but you don't know why it's just like i think the emotional turmoil just uh I'll say something else like my first year when I 
I don't recommend this. I accidentally, not accidentally, obviously intentionally, I hate orientation. I already went to AU for undergrad. I know how useless the week-long orientation is. So I went to maybe one or two days out of the week and then I dipped out. I was not going to go to like the, what's it called? Like the diversity meeting, the I'm not going to go to that, okay? It's a waste of time. I'm bored. So unfortunately, I missed the day where they said law students shouldn't work for more than 10 hours. And I won't deny or confirm any amount of hours I worked, but just know that it was an amount that was good for me. So I was like a manager at the gym and just one of the the uh, people I had trained just said, Christina, you don't look so good. And it was just because, uh, you know, I felt, no, <laughs> am I going to say I felt fine? Not quite, but it just made me laugh. You know, other people were like, oh, that kind of might have insulted me if someone said that to me. But anything that honestly acknowledges what we go through is just very validating. And I just love you so much for listening to this. And I just hope you go for what you really love. And I guess just one thing that I will say is don't worry if the job you have is something you wouldn't do for free. Jobs were created to get pay. And if we're really going to go BC about it, it's like God created jobs to get something out of it. And like just if you're Christian, if you're a conservative Christian, you look at it as if like you can still enjoy what you do but you're there to get money. So don't make this feel like there's something wrong with life. If you, cause once I, like, this is different. I'm still a student. Once I graduate, you better be giving me the $4,000 a week that is on that like employee contract, you know, which is cool. Like that's how, like, that's why people work so hard. Cause you can get that amount after your first semester. That's like the dream for everyone. It's a, uh, so being the summer associate, it's $4,000 a week, like all summer. And then like, I just calculated that if that's a, if that's a 40 hour week, which I doubt it, it's probably more, but that's like, what is that? A hundred dollars an hour. I have no clue. I'm horrible with math, but lawyer joke, right? So yeah, I love you so much. Don't worry if you hate your job. Even lawyers, even though we like what we do, apparently people work at like three or four different law firms the first two years or something. They're like, don't worry, you'll be bopping around. So it's like, it's okay if you're unhappy. Like I just had a friend who, uh, I'll just say engineer, okay? Engineer, and she was like really unhappy and then she just switched to somewhere else and it's like night and day how different the two places are. So it's really common for a young professional to be miserable. I don't know anyone that was completely content, but you just keep moving around. And just like when I met my future self and she said every decade of her life became her new favorite, I know it to be true. So again, for the third or fourth time, I love you. I appreciate you. And I, uh, if you felt emotional lately, we can be emotional together, whether you felt sad, happy, or just crazy like me. Okay, talk so, so soon.